<coughs> Middle of Perikhov Base, Chapter Twenty Two. What are we up to here? We just finished yesterday. Hanishas are showing. We're middle of uh, discussing the concept of kuipa, negative, bad, <coughs> bad things that were that cause a disconnect um, from Hashem, and how we perceive kuipa, negative energy, is paramount on how we look at avodas Hashem. This is one of the reasons, as we remember quite earlier again, referring back to to Chaf, how it started, that the uh, there were two dibris of the Aseris dibris, two two of the commandments that everybody heard directly from Hashem, and those were the two most important ones of the Aseris dibris because all mitzvahs ase and all mitzvahs loisase are encompassed in those two. The first one being anechi, and the second one anechi Hashem the positive. I am God. I, this is the positive way, and all the mitzvahs that are positive are ways to connect to Hashem. And then there's a loisase, and then there's that you shouldn't have a lokim you shouldn't have other gods, <coughs> meaning to say avodazara, and everything that is negative is is a part of that exact dibra. And that's really the essence of what we're trying to show and get across in these prokim is that we're going to end up, should end up seeing that all mitzvahs asay are part of anechi is just basically saying that there is one Abishtin, one God, and one essence, and one truth. Every single mitzvah is just another way of bringing that out in a revealed way. And Loisa says, and all the Loisa says, are that there is no other God. It's all separating, taking away all the uh, all the negative, disconnecting parts of the world. And that's why we're having this discussion of how Sitra came uh, came about, um, using the analogy of either doing something face to face. That's as uh, as Chassidus like uh, calls it, pnimius. We see the inside. And when you give something, you do it with a, you know you're looking at the person, or, you, or you're being looked on and with a smile. And the whole point is that you're connecting. It's pnimius. It's to get into your inside. It's from from God's inside to our inside, or. It was done in an Eifin Chitzenius, that's the word that's used, an outward, in, in, in a hind, hind type of way, you know, like backward, like where you do it in a way, you just like, yeah, just take it. You know, you're giving it, but without any, any heart, any feeling, any connection, and actually that's exactly the point. You want to disconnect and you want to disengage. So why are you giving that thing, the, the, whatever you're giving? Because whatever other reason it has to be done. You know, in our case, we spoke about Pechir Chavshis, freedom of choice, and some other things. But the bottom line is that for whatever reason, that other entity needs to exist at this point. But it's not going to be a path that's going to connect to... It's not going to be a path that's going to connect to Hashem. So now we're inside. We're up to... Since godliness, Hashem doesn't rest at all in Sitrach, the other side, as we've discussed before, that 
we call klipa negative energy, sitracha, the other side. It sounds so uh, benign, the other side, but that's not benign. That's actually the whole point. There's two, there's, it's a two-way street. And it's either you're connecting, you're going in the right direction, or you're on the sitracha, you're on the other side. And the other side's going in an opposite direction. So <clears throat> it really doesn't make a difference where on the road the person's at. If it's, you know, uh, closer or further, he's on the wrong side of the road. He's going, to, he's heading into the wrong side. So that's why they, in, in, in Chassidus they call it very, very, very simple. It's the other side. It's not the Tzad Shal Kedusha. It's not the side of, of holiness. <coughs> or, or the side of connection. There, this is another concept that's many times explained in, in Chassidus and Kabbalah. There's a thing, there's one way of connecting that it's mulubish uh, by, it's like enclosed in it, it's, it's involved in something, or it's b'chines makif, it's just, it's around there. What's, what's the difference? The difference is essential. The difference is in one, you get involved. When you're malubish, when you enclose in something, when you, you become part of that thing. So like when, when you have um, um, somebody who's you know, uh, giving something, a parent is explaining something to, the, to his child, he, 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 he tried to explain it with every detail and every nuance. Every, he want, every part should get involved and, 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 and explain and the kid should truly understand it in where the kid is at. Not staying and saying, this is the way it is. When you say this is the way it is, you're, 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 you're acting in a way that's disengaging. You're like, hey, that's the rule. Like a king acts like that. That's the way a king says. He's separated from the Am. He's, he's completely a different entity. He rules. He rules by command. He says, this is the, what you're supposed to do. He doesn't go and say, okay, you're different, I make that, you know, each one separately. No, these are the rules. This is what you have to do. And you have to let you, and, 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 and the way to act with a king is Kabbalah. So you have to let yourself go. Kabbalah, you accept the, the yoke of the king, so to speak. That's not the way parents or teachers or somebody who engages uh, act. It's a completely different type of relationship. Why? Because in a teacher or, let's say, a parent, even a better analogy, is the whole point is that they become one, that they see each other. So to see each other, you have to engage in the other and understand the limitations of the child. And if the child cannot be spoken to in a certain way, you don't speak to them that way. You find a way that the child would understand. So you're malubish b'seichei mamish. He's completely enclosed in it. Same thing over here when we're talking about Kedusha. We're saying that the, myth, the concepts of Kedusha, of holiness, God enclosed in those things. He is found in the details of those things because that's the, that's the type of existences that he, he put in the world that you can connect to internally, emotionally, spiritually, every single aspect. Not Bebechines Makif. Everything gets connected to God. Everything, if, if, if God was disengaged in an Avera or something negative completely, that thing would not exist at all. You can't have something exist in, 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 without any... Sorry.
can't, you can't have anything exist in the world without God's a- activity keeping it alive. It doesn't have, doesn't have, there is no other entity. So, but it's negative. So he, he keeps it around. Chinis makif. As you know, in, 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 disengaged. So, what do you mean disengaged? Nothing in the thing itself would bring out holiness. That's generally the concept of difference between something that's holy, something that's not holy. We've discussed this many times. Is something that is holy. You, when you look at it, it becomes part of the fabric. A, be, a best example would be let's say Sefer Ter. It was parchment. It was it was a physical animal at one point. It's been refined to a point that when you see it, you jump up, you stand up, you see, you feel holiness. It has gotten into the fabric of its existence. When we say something is makif, we're saying that it stayed in a disengaged way, and you will not find godliness in it. How do you, how do what? So what is the purpose of it? To actually disengage from it. To actually do what God wants. Just like God disengaged, He said, I'm not going to be found in the details. The person has to disengage. So that's why all say the only thing you have to do in Oleysa says, just don't do it. Avoid it, ignore it, let it die. Let it go away. Let it, let it just pass. It will not last. It's, a part, it's not part of Kedusha. It has no future. And it will completely be, <coughs> uh, uh, be disengaged. And this is unfortunately one of the, 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 the main concepts of what happened and why in creation is that it was like that in the beginning. When God created the world, it was good and bad. It was completely separated. And then Adam, by eating the eight, the, 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 from the Eitz Adas, that was the one Lysa said that he had. And he, he ate it, he internalized it. So now it became a corruption in the system itself and now we have to disengage taking out, uh, re- removing it from us. That's also the reason, like we're up to over here, when, when before Adam ate from the Eitz Adas, Adam and Chava were going to live forever. Why? Because they were only involved with Kedusha. They were connected to God. And God's forever. So therefore, everything that's connected to God is also going to be forever. So there was no such thing as, as death at all. <clears throat> there was just that eight Das, David just said, that one place, I made one little spot where there is, where there is uh, where, where there's something that's anti-life, avarice, something, a disconnector, disconnecting from me. Since it's disconnecting from God is not a true existence, therefore it will not last. So anything that engages in it also will not last. That's why we find in all vices, no matter what somebody does, it only has a limited lifespan. It only has this, uh, a limited life, uh, shelf life. As long as somebody's engaged in it. And afterwards, there's no, it's, it's dead. There's nothing. There's no future in it. And anything that someone engages in, in the negative, you always see that it just ends off in destruction. It does not last. So that's why this, this is why tumma, negative, uh, this is why death has come about. I think one of the reasons also why he's bringing the union of Misa here is because so much of what we're up to here is to awake, to awake the innate, 
need of of life of Yiddishkeit of of, of uh, Yiddish life, physical life, and spiritual life is really the same thing. So therefore, again, this is where death comes from, and that's why Chazal only tell tell us there were a few individuals that bought because of their amazing life of disengaging of all averis, they taka should not have uh, died, and they, there was no reason for them to have died. The only reason there's some other reasons. That are given because one states adas everybody and some other uh, abstract reasons, but f- based on their life, they should not have died. <clears throat> and we have clearly with Eliyahu Novi that Sayar he came out, he went up to Shemayim. But uh, the, the the concept of death doesn't exist when it comes to somebody who completely is one with God. That's why this week's parsha you have Yaakov Avinu Mace. Yaakov didn't die. Says why the death doesn't apply to him. <clears throat> Gemara asks how? Separate conversation. But the concept of death is something that has to do with a connection to negative places, negative <clears throat> and, and negative energy. Where the Abish just stayed, created it in a disengaged way. So therefore, it disengages and cuts off everybody else that attaches it to it. So, since we said that every single, everything does have some type of relationship to God, it's just that it's it's makif surrounding. It's not engaging in all in, in in all its details. How is it? So, he gives a better analogy. He gives that's the union of golos, exile. What what is exile? Exile is like in jail. When somebody, when somebody is in jail, they they have the same attributes and abilities as somebody out of jail. The only difference is they can't do anything about it. They're just incarcerated, and because they're incarcerated, they can't do anything. They have the ability to go do this, the ability to do that, ability to, ability, but without actuality, can actually there's not it cannot it cannot come to fruition. It cannot come into actuality. It's 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 and that's what's so horrible about Golos. What's so terrible about it is that there is there's nothing worse than than having so much potential. And not being able to actualize it. It's one of the biggest, you know, uh, biggest saddest things when you see somebody who has so much potential and they don't do anything with it. <clears throat> Someone doesn't have potential, no? Well, what can you do? It doesn't have, it doesn't have. So that is what Golos is. Golos is, there is a Kedusha, there is something in there, but God made it that in this thing that, we, that we're talking about, this Aver, there is no potential for it to come out. And that's why, in that's why the only way to do it is, as we said before, disengaging in in halachic terms. When something, when a klicheres becomes tamer, shvigosin by breaking the keli, you have to. It has to become an. You have to destroy it, and by destroying it, you freed it of its of of its negative energy, and then together you can you can make something else out of it. You need to break it first to be able to to, to release the positive that's that, that that's in it. So the same thing. Over here also, and this is as he says over here. Besaid golus hashchin haniskeliel. Well, we mentioned before. This is the the uh, the secret, the secret, the the foundation of golus. This is really what what the whole point of of what we're doing here in 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 exile here is that uh, when we went to Edom. 
When they destroyed the base of Migdosh, the Golis, it's not just Yidin went into exile, the Shechina, God went into exile. You know, there's, a, there's a disengage, there's, there's godliness in where we are, in, in this place, in all the other Golis and everywhere that we were in. It's just that it's not easily, you cannot, just like something that's in jail, cannot be seen, cannot be felt, cannot be, you can't utilize it. The same thing over here also, this Shechina is there in that kind of way, and we have to, we have to find a way of, of, of breaking it out. That's our job, to, 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 to take it out of Golos. And this is why we find many times, especially in the Seres Dibis, we find when it comes to sit the the other side, Avedizar, uh, we call it Elokim Acherim. Why does it say Elokim Acherim, other gods? What's why why so vague Acherim, other? That's that's the point over here. We have to stop looking at. Avedazar idol worshipping, which is pretty much, if you had to say, like the worst. If someone anybody says, what is the worst Aver? What is, according to Ter, what is the absolutely worst thing that somebody can do is that he starts serving another god. He's, on a, he's, on a, he's in a different place. That's the worst. But we call, but we don't call, we call it Akim Acherim, other gods, because he says there's a much deeper line. She have what? This is why Sitracha, Kima Acha, Sherva, Chesikdusha, Bechinus, Golis, Mesecha, Ain of Betela, Logabekdushus. It doesn't mean just an idol worshipping, it means anything that's not bottled to God. That's what's called acherim, other things. Avedazar, and that's why it's the beginning and the base of all leisase, of all the things that somebody's not supposed to do. The fact he's not supposed to marry the wrong person, and not supposed to steal, and not supposed to be this, and not all the leisases that exist in all the mitzvahs and the entire gamut of Jewish life all come from the same concept of Avedizar, which means the other side, meaning something that's not bottled, humbled, or realizing that God's existence. That is that entire world. And then it gets more, worse than that. He rises up. There's me and there's nothing else. By somebody, the second you don't see the connection to God... In a person's life, it, 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 by, by default, it immediately creates where a person feels, so I am, uh, it's about me, or it's, I did it my way. <clears throat> or like Pare says, uh, it's my river, I made it. Or like they do in, in, say in America, I did it my way. That's, that's, that's the essence of, 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 of clip in a Jewish in a Jewish world, <clears throat> arrogance. This is this is the essence of avodah In other words, we're seeing over here that worse than a, the reason why avodah is so bad is because it created such an arrogance, such a disconnect from God. It's not that the avodah like we, we always wonder, like why, 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 what's a guy person bowing down to an idol? What does it have to do? It's not about the the, the idol. 
It's not about what they're actually, what they're actually uh, worshipping. It's the attitude that I, I, it's I did it my way. I'll find what works for me. That's the essence of 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 a desire, <coughs> and that's why, and that's why Chazal say, Why? How could Chazal say that arrogance is equal to idol worshiping? What's the big deal? I, I guess, so, so, bowing down, going to 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 a church, going to changing religion is going to be as bad as somebody who's who's arrogant. Yes, it's the same soul. It's the same heart. You know, the, the Rambam explains in Mishnah Ter how Avedazar came about. He says that, <coughs> he says that first they realized, is that a Oh, it's late. He says first they realized that they, they always knew that it was a God. They never questioned God. But they said that, but since we see that the sun and moon, when it goes like that and that, and then the atmosphere happens like this, and there will be rain, and I get rain from the clouds, so the fact that these cloud formation happens, whenever I see that cloud formation, I'm going to say thank you to that cloud formation, or something like that. So they kind of found the intermediary, and said, you know what, we'll just pray to that. And the next generation just forgot about the God, and just went straight to cloud formation, and stars, and moons. So basically, the heart of Avedis is things that they gaining out of personal. I remember when I was in Venezuela, I saw this taxi driver. Was, he had these all these idols on his window, and I'm like, "What are this?" He goes, "Ah, this one's for medicine, and this one's for business, and this one's for." It, it, it's it, in a way, it's a very self worshiping thing. That's that's what Avedizar is. So therefore, gase aluach arrogance is the same thing, and that's the the source of all of all the leisase. And that's why the Gemara says the karelokai. They they also they have no problem saying there's a bigger God that's controlling, but that's that bigger God is disengaged from us. This stuff that happens to me, these these are the things that affect me, and therefore I worship that. We believe that that there is no middle. The whole things in the middle is kigazim If it's just like in the, it's in the hands in the hands of God, the fact that this formation, any formation, anything happens is all. That's why it's called the mountains of separation. It's just that arrogance creates this boundary. This boundary of separation of, of, of between this side and that side. And then, and that's how we finish off in this parak, understanding again the more the concept of Klippa and the Leisase, and understanding that really every type of thing that we're not supposed to do is at heart the same as idol worshipping. <laughs>